This is another episode of Flavor in Your Ear Podcast. A podcast about damn near any and every topic with no filter and zero regard for the easily offended. Please welcome the man behind the madness. Your host and audio flavor maestro, Marquise Edwards. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Forbidden Flavors, where we hear me and Zone just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk talk about whatever it is. And uh, I had to put this disclaimer out there that we do not script any of this. We come. Our topics come right off the dome, a natural, real conversation uh, from the minute that we start recording. We don't have any type of preparation for this. Um, so just enjoy it for what it is and uh, hope everybody enjoys what today's topic is, which we don't know because, like I said, we don't prepare for anything. However, uh, me and Zon have been getting to know each other uh, just by cross-referencing each other through questions and things like that. And we're going to do a few of those before we get into our conversation. So... Because I wasn't prepared and have my my question for her, I'm just going to go with some random would you rather questions for her and see what she thinks about it. So, my first question for you, Zone, before you ask me a question is Would you rather have a famous parent or a famous significant other? Uh oh, you went, you went, you went mute, Zone. You went mute. Oh, my bad. Did she hear me? She went She back. So that's a good question. She was going in too. <laughs> no, I was not. But I would rather have a famous parent versus a famous mate. Because it depends on what your mate look like. And you know what kind of lifestyle they live as a famous mate. Can you imagine mm-hmm. your mate? Everybody wants your mate the same way you do, or you find your mate is sleeping around on you because of the fame and all the things that come along with it. I don't know if I can handle that or not, but versus my parents, I don't care what happens. That's their life, not mine. But what about you? I said my parents, I said my parents too, because I'm still going to benefit off of my parents being, you know, famous too, or somebody big, because... Your significant other could switch up on you and be like, you know what? <laughs> I ain't fucking with you no more. You know what I'm saying? Your parent, you're going to always have a connection to your parent, uh, whatever. Not to say they success, you're going to have the, uh, the same access to their success, but that's still your parent. Like, even if they do well and they don't even mess with you, that's still your parent. You know, with your significant other. True. Don't have them blood ties with you, so like, they're probably going to be like, yeah, you know, they could switch up on you. So I would rather not, I would rather actively avoid the switch up, you know, than. Uh, that's true. You know, then, then, then voluntarily take it. I might say so. That is true, true, true. So, my question for you is: When it comes to relationship, which do you, which bothers you the most? An arrogant person, a dishonest person, or a disloyal person? I mean, a disrespectful person. So you said an arrogant person, dishonest or disrespectful? Dishonest or disrespectful? Jeez. Hmm. It gotta, it gotta be dishonest because if I can't believe nothing you saying, and all three of those is bad, mm-hmm. <laughs> I like, I'm gonna eat them. But I can't deal with no liars, man. Like lying is like you can't believe anything they say, even when they're arrogant. But disrespectful, you they still could be lying. They just like I can't. Dishonesty is something like 
I don't know. I can't. I can't really deal with people that, that lie. Um, I know sometimes we lie to protect the people we love or whatever that might be. But if you like a chronic liar, and I like really have to fact check everything you say, we're supposed to be cool. I can't deal with that because your trust all fucked up. Then you know what I'm saying. And then like, how can you have a conversation with somebody every time you have a conversation with them? You second guessing what they're saying because you don't believe, it, even if it sounds good. Because you know when, when people lie, they get good at lying. <laughs> they get mm-hmm. really good. And trying to cover things up, and you know, yeah, I, I would rather, yeah, I, I can't do with the dishonesty. That's me. What about you? You know, I thought about the dishonest thing, but what you said. Sometimes we feel like we need, we have to lie or tell a tale in order to protect the loved ones or whatever's going on around you. Now, I don't know, but I do disrespect or arrogance. It depends on your definition, but I don't mind a. I don't really mind arrogance because that's your personal preference, but the disrespect, it comes with a whole lot to it. Like how they talk to you or how they talk to other people, because if they're disrespectful to their parents, you know, they'll be disrespectful to you. If they're disrespectful to you, the chances are they're disrespectful to everybody else. So, I mean, I guess I would, cause I can't say not just this honesty because we all tell lies. Look, that just happens. Mm-hmm. Everybody tell a lie, whether they want to do it on purpose or not. They end up telling it just off the dome. But disrespect is something that you really, it should be checked when you're a kid. But as you age and you stay disrespectful and it's never checked, you get too out of hand with your disrespect. Disrespect comes in where you start off with like few words. Then it becomes like all out disrespect, cursing, first fussing, making me feel bad, making me depressed. Then it could turn into an altercation where we get physically violent because disrespect can play out in many different forms. So I don't know. I can deal with uh, with dishonesty because I don't worry about the level. It's a level of dishonesty, but disrespect is something that you literally really just, it's a pet peeve. Like Mm -hmm. if you, if you like calling women bitches, that's a form of disrespect to some people. Then others be like, I don't give a fuck. But, when he start calling you bitches and calling you hoes and slut, then he's going beyond regular disrespect. Then when he think he can do that, then he start bringing other women in or he starts throwing his hands up and want to slap you. See, that's why I said this honesty can just be something that I can work with, but I can't work with disrespect. Uh, yeah, I, I see your point. I see your point with that one. Disrespect is something. And it's crazy how disrespect can like get worse. Yeah. <laughs> disrespect can get worse. So you like, you know, like, I don't know. That's, I guess we both write in that regard. Cause like, I, <laughs> I agree. I agree with what you're saying. I just have my own personal thing for my personal problem with people that don't tell the truth, but they are, they are, they are equally as bad. They are equally as bad. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> but so, I, you, you can deal with levels of, of dishonesty. Cause you can, once they tell you like, Hey, you know, I ain't want to hurt your feelings. So I was a little bit dishonest or come on now. We go to work and tell the job all the time. Look, I wasn't feeling well, nor clearing well. I had a hung, hangover. So I can be dishonest, but that disrespect is just something I say all the time. Disrespect is a level that you can't come back from. Once you raise your hand at somebody and they keep allowing it, you become, I'm going to use Dr. Dre, for example. He disrespects his women all the time. We can go for chalet. We can keep going. He got from level of disrespecting them to putting his hands on them. Then, now look at him 15 years later. Everybody knows he's an abusive man. But... She allowed that they allowed the level of disrespect by letting him talk down to them, 
treat them any kind of way to the point where he felt like if I could disrespect for you verbally, I can disrespect you physically. I mean, not for everybody, but it tends to get like that. You go from verbal and see how far you can get till you get to the physical. That's a good example. Yeah, that's true. I just seen the story this morning. Sorry, Drake. <laughs> you, <laughs> yes. You wrong, my man. <laughs> now, is he? Yeah, I mean, he 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 wrong because I think because he tried to deny it for so long too. He tried he to deny everybody, denied. huh? You remember he beat the girl up on T? Was it, was that live when he beat the 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 female up and everybody seen how beat up she was? Wasn't it D Jones or something like that? Mm-hmm. Now you can't deny when you clearly beat her up and everybody seen her face. Right, and Drake been a he been a jack, you know, a jack dude, you know, for for some time. So like he putting some pressure on people, like that ain't cool. But uh, the things people famous can get away with, you know, a regular person that we we deem anybody like that to hell if there was a regular person, we we, we actually would. Nope, I don't. <laughs> I right, just so. I can't. <laughs> So my 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 question is probably not gonna be as good as yours because I'm like, uh, yeah, whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> yo, that was that was a good question. I just give you kudos for that one. So my next one is, would you rather would you rather find something valuable that you lost or fix something valuable that was broken? Dang, that's a deep question. Um, <sighs> that's a hard one. I'm trying to think, will be something valuable that I can fix that was broken? Mm. Once my relationship is done, it's done. Fix something valuable that I lost. <laughs> mm. I don't know. That is a good question. Because you know what? I'd rather have something valuable that I lost. I'd rather yeah. just literally because I could, relationships, once they fizzle out sometimes, I don't want to bring them back. Because I feel like the damage is already done. It's always going to be in the back of my mind. The hurt is already there. And like I said before, you can't take back words once you put them out in the air. Words have energy. So once you put it out in the air, the energy is already current. So I don't want, I, sometimes I just don't want to repair it because I feel like if I bring it, and I've done this before, I've brought people back, try to repair a relationship. And as soon as I do, after a while, they figure, okay, she reached out first and repaired the relationship. We get, you get disrespectful again. The second time, I don't want to repair it. I don't give a fuck. But if I lose something valuable, like say a ring, at least that is something that I would prefer to go back and look for. It might be a valuable ring, a valuable watch, uh, a val- something that might have belongs to a relative. I guess I would take the valuable lost item versus the situation or broken relationships or I guess whatever it is but for you hmm, let me kind of think about this one now that you said that that's all I hate when you go first because you ain't gonna be thinking about because I'm like dead set on what I'm gonna say and now you can be thinking like hmm that is pretty true because I feel like when you get over a valuable something that you should you grow from it and you, you shouldn't you shouldn't go back and you know back into pretty the, much. back into that unless Unless it was like equal wrong on both sides and y'all both, you know, coming in to, but the, but time, the likelihood of that is like low. (laughs) Two people are going to equally take responsibility for something being wrong, especially when, you know, other people, you know, do fucked up shit. But so I probably would say the same thing. I would love to, something that I lost, say like if I lost, you know, something valuable to me, because I still, I still be able to have it. You know, I, I still like, you know, I still yep. be able to have it and keep it. I still have it and keep it. And that's something I keep forever. And I don't have to, it won't switch up on me. It won't, 
you know, it, it was nothing I can have to go through. Lose. And I probably would keep it a lot harder if I lost it the first time. I kept. I like, oh, I'm gonna keep this in this big box. I'm gonna lock it up. Put it <laughs> in you know, that's how I do. Because yes. I lose shit a lot of times. I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna put it in my, my top pocket all the time. Now, you know, I would keep it a lot closer to me and probably never try to lose it again. So I think I said the same. True. I think I, I think I probably said the same. True, true, true. And I agree with you on that, but I never thought about it like that. But it's yeah. true. Whenever you lose, whenever you lose something, you find it be sweet, be happy as shit. You be like, you know what? I'm gonna put this in a good hiding spot this time. Well, I'm gonna keep it right, you know, like right here. Then I lose something. Then I lose something else again. So I start all over again with something else. Show the floor. <laughs> Which is true, and I agree with you. Hold on, I got mine. If a man is dating a woman with kids, is he wrong for going to her house with a dinner for two, or is he obligated to feed her kids as well? Do you feel like you're obligated to feed her kids as well if you're coming over to her house for a date? First of all, why he coming to the house for a date? First, first of all, like, well, first. he's not actually say he's coming to pick her up. You know what I'm saying? If that's the case, fuck them kids. But because <laughs> <laughs> first of all, I'm real like iffy when it comes to like because everybody have children, right? Like when you introduce somebody into your kid's life. Especially like when they're younger, I guess it depends on the age. Older kids, go fix your fix your own damn food. Uh, real young, real young kids, real young kids shouldn't be going out with you anyway. So I guess like the middle aged kids, that's kind of what's like a should I take them or should I not take them? But I think it's the woman's job. She knows she's about to go on a date. You go ahead and cook them kids some rice aroni or some macaroni and cheese and, and something. Let them sit down and watch a nice Netflix, and we can go ahead and dip. <laughs> we can go ahead and we can go ahead and dip. Because first of all, like, yeah, nah, how <laughs> she looking at me? <laughs> look, I'm, look, the kids could be like, look, I I give a little something on the kids to make their meal, but I ain't trying to go out with no kids unless unless we a family. We ain't stepping out as no family. Like, I'm sorry. Now, if you trying to, if, if, if it was a planned kid, uh, uh family dinner style dinner, something like that. Yeah, maybe, but like, if it's a date, uh, dating, I ain't dating the children. So that comes later on, later on, later on, later on, later on. I don't like, I don't like crossing the line, getting involved with people kids early on. Anyway, I'd rather get involved with the person to see if we even should even go that far. Because I, don't, I'm a firm believer. I don't like to, I don't like people's relationships to affect people's kids, right? Like especially like young kids, like. I don't, that's just my thing. I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want our whatever happened going on meddling with them if it don't work out. So give me some time to see if this is worth it. Let me take you out to dinner. I need. I gotta take you on at least three to five dates first by yourself so I can see how you are when you go out anyway. To me and to bring your kids, that's two or three times the shocker that y'all might just fuck this up. You know, like I don't know what the kids might be crazy. I'm. I'm. I'm on a limb throwing the kid out there at the table. The kids might just. I go to a fancy restaurant. They might not have no etiquette. I don't know. Let me get their mama first. We sit down. And I'm, I'm gonna surveillance you a little bit and see, you know just see how you handle yourself. And I say, you know what, you ain't bad. If, if this is how you carry yourself, your kids can't be that bad because you carry yourself this way. Then you bring them badass kids on like two, two, three days later. I know I'm fucked up, but whatever. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't care. No, I wasn't saying like you asked you taking them on a date. What I was saying were, are you obligated to feed her kids? Period. Like, for example, I'm not saying it like, you know, you no, know, hold on. I'm not saying like you, I guess it depends on the kids. You're, you're getting to know the mom. I'm not saying like, come on, I'm McDonald's and not for $3.50. But you, she has younger kids. 
you're dropping her, say for example, you're dropping her, dropping the kids off, helping her don't drop the kids off at grandma's house, auntie house, the baby daddy house. Y'all are going along the way. Hey, look, I'm a, we just gonna stop and get your kids a little bit happy meal so they can have something to eat along the way. Show a little interest. We ain't saying you're obligated to, but you wanna give a good impression like you really, really care. Even if you don't, but you give an impression <laughs> that you do. But for me, I'm just saying it. I don't introduce anybody to my kids. Not since I'm older now. But when I was younger, probably would have been different. But no, I've always had a requirement. You have to treat my kids like you care about them. I ain't saying you got to go out and get no $20 meal. Go buy my kids a happy meal and, you know, I'm dropping them off at my sister's house. Drop them off at my dad. Boom. They're not going on a date with us, but you show like you, fake like you like it. Fake like you're going to earn the draws. Just pretend you want to earn the draws. I just don't understand women that just let dudes just come in and bring food to the house for to watch TV with her. And the kids looking over at like, where our meal? Now, I get it. She could have bought some food for them. But you're coming in as a guest. It's like coming to a house. You bring wine. If you're coming to the house for me and they're there, be a little bit uh, polite. But that's just how I was raised. I don't know about nobody else. But when you're coming to the house, you bring something for everybody. Don't bring something for nobody. I bring toys for the kids. I do that. I, bring I don't want toys. no damn toys. We gotta hey. eat. Fuck them damn toys. <laughs> I bring, I bring, I bring toys for the kids. But the food, I don't, you know, I, I'm a little hesitant with that one. I bring toys. I bring some candy. You know, I do some little stuff like that. It's level to this shit. You know, like I can't just come out with no, no, no meals. You know, because that's that's like some that's 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 daddy energy. You know, that's some daddy energy. So like, hey. I come in sometimes. I bring hugs. Hugs is free. Some hugs. So you just want to give my kids diabetes and cavities? Is that <laughs> what you're saying? You're looking at it the wrong way. You bring it candy and and hugs. You want to give my kids diabetes and 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 hey, cavities? Uh, yeah, I, I give them some blessings and stuff like that. Maybe a few toys, depending on the age. You know, toys. Like, you know, play some video games with them. It's level to this. I can't just come in with hot meals and, and, and stuff like that off the rip. I'm sorry. I, I got to get to know mama a little bit. Just, just a little bit. Just a little. Mama know I care about everybody once you know we get to the... Nah, we don't. <laughs> we don't. Because you want to give my kids diabetes and, and high blood pressure and some more. Look, kids, I bought a whole bunch of candy for you so your teeth can fall out. Nah. And I'll, bring, I'll bring a toothbrush and toothpaste and some mouthwash too. See? Uh, uh, see, look at that. that, that you don't get me like that nowadays. They're gonna bring the stuff to clean your teeth afterwards. How about that? That give me, that guy give me like five or six more points. That ain't earning no draws. They give me something, you know, come with a little little hygiene packs or something. Go for the kid, candy and and toothpaste and toothbrush. I already got that in the house though. But again, <laughs> I got junk snacks in the house anyway, so I'm glad to know how you guys think. I'm thinking now back to when I was younger. We didn't think like that, so now I'm thinking like, oh, you bamas, y'all motherfuckers, is gonna let my kids just wow. Just toss them outside. Bring a bike next time. That way, at least my kids go outside ride. Bring a bike. Yeah, I'm sorry. I ain't changing my position on that one. Them kids ain't getting enough <laughs> <on a> rip. <laughs> but candy, a- though? Would you reach your park and give one of auntie's it's, old piece of candy? It's the gesture that counts. It ain't about, it ain't about what it is. You know? A Happy Meal is $3. The same See, price that, for the bag of candy. A Happy Meal, a happy meal is giving them some trash food too to be honest with you see that's fake that's fake love i ain't get them nothing like that you know so they're gonna give them some candy little ice cream you know something like that you know something you know ice cream sandwich or something you know, face toothbrush that's fake Maybe. love too uh, yeah it's all bad all half the food in the world is junk so, so hey look we can't tomato tomato this look 
them kids ain't getting no milk out of about me off the rip. You can take like two or three times, and then mama gonna know it's late. Once I come in, like oh, once you know, once mom got me feeling good, you know, and I'm like, okay, let me go get some of these kids some of this Olive Garden for for lunch one day. You know, Olive Garden, nah. Hey, mm-hmm. you just said Happy Meal, so like Olive Garden is a step over my Happy Meal. <laughs> no, it ain't. Uh, them, them bread, just like a happy bill. Get, get them some breadsticks and some salad. <laughs> yeah, just give me a breadstick and salad. See, you can bring a salad for the kids. See, that shows Man, you how about many kids health. you tripping? Now. How many kids you know nowadays looking forward to a salad? My daughter, literally, my daughter literally was here for I don't know how long. It told every time she got a sandwich, no vegetables. Seriously? Nothing. Oh, no sandwich, no lettuce, no tomatoes, no pickles, no onions. She just want Are meat, meat, cheese, and bread. Yes. My kids yeah. eat salads. Some kids eat salad. My son eats some green vegetables and salad, but my daughter is anti-vegetable, green, anything. So, and she's a new day teenager. So, just letting you Mine know. Mine's too. She, he's she loved, me. She loved them damn flaming hots and them damn talkies. Uh, she loved coffee. Red Bulls, all that stuff. She like all that stuff. Yeah, that's, that's what she likes. So mm-hmm. I ain't gonna, mm-hms. I, I ain't gonna rag on her because she's gonna get old enough to listen to this episode and she's gonna be saying "fuck me" in a little while. So I can't. nope, because we did it. <laughs> she's gonna be eighteen. She's gonna be eighteen, so she's gonna be legal to listen. She's gonna listen to this episode. And be like, oh, he talking shit about me. Then we gonna have some beef. So hey, shout out to you, Mookie. I'm sorry. Hey, if you hear this, it is what it is. Truth. Your ass don't eat no goddamn vegetables, and I'm telling the world you don't. God damn it. See? You gotta teach them. My kids eat vegetables. My 16 year old, my 14 year old, vegetables with fruits in it, vegetables with kiwi. They eat their greens with kiwi. But when I was 16, I was drinking Long Island iced teas. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. So I can't be mad at your daughter because I was drinking Long Island iced teas at 16. Okay. okay well, legal okay. enough to buy them, but I was able to drink them. Right, right, right. Shout out to all the older dudes that were really buying my drinks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Act like I'm the only one that was drinking liquor at 16. Come on, I thought about it. Like I was the only no, one. No, not at all. Not at all. All right, so why next question for you? Man, your question is way better than mine. Now I feel like I got to come prepared next time with some <laughs> with some fire. You know, because this is actually a good question. So my last one. Would you rather be seated on a plane next to a screaming baby or someone with bad body odor? Give me the screaming baby. Ooh. Okay. I can take the baby and eventually put some headphones on or that motherfucker. Like, hell, give me the baby. I'll put the baby sleep for you. <laughs> I have techniques. I've been a parent for 26 years. I have good techniques to putting your baby to sleep. Smack in the face. Little song, something. But body odor, you have to sit with that. Whether it's bad gas, whether it's bad breath. Oh, shout out to them people that don't like to wear deodorant, but those are the ones that don't wear deodorant. Can you imagine your eyes watering? You choking? I mean, you got to think about all the things that happen when you're sitting next to somebody with bad breath and they're talking to you for the whole 8 to 12 hour flight and it's just hitting your eyes, your nostrils, and even your ears are hurting. You got to look at the, the person with the don't wear deodorant and it smells like straight onions and you hungry, but that onion smell is hitting your nostrils and you're like, you know what? I'm going to go on a diet after this because clearly this ain't working. Or that person that has bad gas, that person that has bad, that smell like they ain't been to the toilet and it's backing up in their system. Give me the screaming baby because the baby will eventually hopefully go to sleep. If not, I'm going to help you with your baby. But I can't help you with the body odor because I can't. I'm not going to shower to wash you up because I'm going to be looking over like, you don't want to be like, look, you know what you stink, right? 
Because me, a person, sometimes I'll be like, what the fuck is that smell? So just give me, you see what I'm saying? I don't want to create extra drama on the plane. Because I'll be looking like, what the fuck is that damn smell? And my kids will tell you, my mouth sometimes just comes out. I'm like, who the fuck shit it on himself? So I don't want to be like that. But the baby, at least I can talk to you over the baby crying. Or we can tell the baby some jokes or something. I don't know. But I, I think I... <laughs> He's funny as hell. I, 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 think probably, I think I would probably take the baby too. I'll, I'll see. You made me switch my answer too. Because I li- at first I was going to be like, you know what? We got to travel with these masks and stuff on. I'm going to get that good, tight in the M95 mask. But the right <laughs> amount of funk, the right amount of funk can get under that damn mask. <laughs> yes, it once can. Get, once it gets under that mask, you doomed. Like, I know it's supposed to prevent COVID and stuff like that. But some of them funk orders can get all of them under the mask more than anything. So I would even help. You know, I, you know, I'm a dad, so I remember the little the, the dip move. I said, "Hey, give me your baby," and I just sit here and dip for about five, ten minutes. So that baby just calm down. I just dip, 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 and then maybe hopefully the baby go to sleep because you know baby's going to finish go to sleep anyway. But the funk gonna last forever. Thank you. <laughs> Everywhere you go, you gonna smell it for at least a week. And yeah, and then like, mm, yeah, you're too close <laughs> in the airplane. You way too close in the airplane too. Like, nah, because the funk might start even bleeding over to your seat. You it know, does. You, yeah, and then like they, they rub their arm or something on you, then that funk me. You like, oh man, you done messed up two people, two or three people now. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you know babe. what? I have a story for that one. I used to ride the metro bus because my husband used to work for metro. So I used to ride the bus a lot. I got on the bus one time. The guy sat next to me. This is why I said I'd rather have a crying baby. The guy got next to me. He sat next to me, me being polite. Didn't want to be me. You could smell the funk and the. And uh, the the stench that was coming off of so he's sitting next to me talking, and he was like, like that close. But I ain't want to be like, hey, sir, get the fuck up off me. I ain't want to be rude because I ain't want my husband to get into no fight. So I got off his bus. That trap, that smell that he had on him, rubbed off on me. It trapped me from the next bus to the next bus. And everybody that got on the bus that went to sit next to me was like, what the fuck is that? But I didn't realize it until I'm like, oh, that's me. So that whole bus ride for like 20 minutes to my house was literally smelling like this guy. So I said, never. When you start smelling, I got to get up and go somewhere else because that travels with you. Can you imagine going to work smelling like that? I was on my way to the I was on my way to go to the club or something. And I said, nope. I went home and <laughs> took a shower. I was so embarrassed and so hurt. I was so, because I was like, if somebody remember me as the funky girl that was on the bus, then I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, your, your name out there then. <laughs> <laughs> This is before phone, cell phones, and social media now. Yeah, so imagine that. Yeah, you never know. You might see some else again. You're like, man, I done got some leftover funk on me, and now I got the funk. <laughs> yeah. They were like, that's Peppy Le Pew. Nah, 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 don't do that. Because then I'm going to say, yeah. So that's why you say, take the crying baby. We can talk. We can laugh. Because I tune the baby out. But you can't tune out funk. It ain't enough spray in the world to tell that funk to go elsewhere. It just does not. That's all I'm saying. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. So, <laughs> it just brought it back when I was thinking about it when we was talking about it because we always laugh at stuff like that so You're now tuned in to Flavor in Your Ear. Flavor in Your Ear.